This is Healthcare's Missing Logic podcast, episode number 201. Today, our special guest is Elizabeth Correa. Elizabeth is a transformational speaker and author. She talks about how she committed to making self-care a number one priority in her life and shares how she stays true to her commitment. Don't miss it. Welcome back to Healthcare's Missing Logic podcast. This is the only podcast that shows you how to leverage polarity intelligence, an essential competency for healthcare leaders, and the missing logic in healthcare so you can create healthy healing organizations and become a thriving, resilient, and unstoppable healthcare leader. We are your hosts, Tracy Christofferson and Michelle Troset. We've been best friends and colleagues for over 30 years. And during that time, we coached healthcare leaders across North America around how to create healthy healing organizations. Today, we coach healthcare leaders and leadership teams to live thriving, resilient, and balanced lives, combat burnout, and create the best places to give and receive care. This podcast is for the unsung hero of healthcare, the healthcare leader. We want you to know we see you and we'll be here for you each week. In this podcast, we're going to challenge healthcare's industry norms, flip limiting beliefs, and share proven strategies so you can be your best self at working at home, live and lead intentionally, and experience well-being and joy. We are glad you are here and look forward to sharing the journey with you. If you aren't totally convinced this podcast is for you, just listen to a few episodes and convince yourself. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Healthcare's Missing Logic Podcast. This is Michelle, and I am with my dear colleague, Tracy. (laughs) Surprise! (laughs) Colleague, best friend, co-host, and uh, we had a little bit of a fun girl power hour here. (laughs) Yeah, we did. That was great. It was so much fun. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. Loved it. Love, of course, love talking about prioritizing yourself and taking care of yourself and love meeting people who do it well. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And her energy. I love being around people with a lot of energy and boy, Elizabeth had a lot of energy, didn't she? Yeah. 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 It was really great to, to talk with her and get to know her story. We're excited to have you listen. So without further ado, let me introduce her and then you can hear her story and all of what she's doing. So uh, Elizabeth Correa is a transformational speaker, author, and coach, and she is the founder of Correa Enterprises, a woman's platform for, for personal growth and lifestyle design. Elizabeth empowers women around the world to raise their level of awareness by helping them remember and recognize their inner beauty and true self worth. She has dedicated her life story and mission to helping women use their gifts and voice to heal in order to step into their greatest potential by gaining courage, confidence, and skills to share their life-changing work with the world. With her charismatic, unapologetically stylish presence and relatable storytelling, she gives women the permission to be themselves and the tools to create a life of joy, purpose, freedom, and fulfillment. So without further ado, here's our interview with Elizabeth. 
Well, welcome, Elizabeth. We are so, so happy to have you on the podcast today. And I am so happy to be here. Yeah. Yes. Love love your smiling face. And for anybody who's watching us on YouTube, you'll know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Beautiful <laughs> smile, bright eyes. Radiation. <laughs> She's you. radiating light and energy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wow. Wow. All right. Well, we're going to start out with uh, just having you tell our listeners a little bit about how you developed your passion for personal growth and lifestyle design. So tell us your story, Elizabeth. Mm. So it wasn't always like that. That's for sure. <laughs> this, you know, lifestyle design and my, my passion for health and wellness really came after surviving emergency brain surgery. So 12 years ago, I survived emergency brain surgery. It was something that came out of nowhere. It wasn't planned. I had a, a brain tumor, didn't know I had a brain tumor. So my life literally changed in a split second in a day. And it was the morning after Christmas. So I like to say, you know, it was kind of my, my gift, you know, from, from God, from the universe. It was my gift because it really did change my life sure. in, in regards to my health and how I, you know, care for myself and put myself first because that's hard for, for moms and you know, wives and partners and career women, whether it's entrepreneurs or business, it's hard. It's hard for us to do. So that that's that's where it came from because it, it it wasn't this way before. Wow! Wow! Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, did you did you have any inkling? Let me just ask. Did you have any inkling that you needed to make adjustments um, before you had the significant you know um, health event? I did. Now, the interesting thing is I was the person that went to the gym. So I was in the gym, but I would leave the gym and go to like a McDonald's drive through or, you know, go eat bagels and chips like, yeah. And I, so, you know, I wasn't, I, I knew that I had some changes to make, but I didn't, I can't say that I cared enough to make those changes. Yeah. 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 And, and how did you find out about your brain tumor? You said it happened the day after Christmas, like, yeah, can you tell, just, would you care to elaborate a little bit more? No, not at all. I, I had about four seizures back to back and I didn't even know what seizures were. I'd never had a seizure. I'd never witnessed somebody having a seizure. So oh, wow. I thought because my sister-in-law at the time, she has epilepsy and I had heard about these, you know, seizure episodes, but I was like, oh, maybe I have epilepsy. So that's what I was thinking. And I was rushed uh, to emerge. And then there they did, you know, an MRI and a CT scan and a bunch of tests. And then the doctors came back a few hours later. It took a while and said, look, we need to rush you over to another hospital for emergency brain surgery. You have a brain tumor. Like the last thing I would, like my mind didn't even go there. It wasn't, that wasn't even a thought to anyone. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So so you weren't having any other symptoms before you had these seizures. It just happened. Wow. How scary that must've been. It was. And it was like, it was large. It was like the size of a grapefruit. Oh, wow. 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 And it was there. We, I didn't find this out until, well, when I went to see the neurologist a couple weeks later. 
it was apparently there for over 25 years. Wow. Yes. Isn't that something? That is. Wow. That is like, if, if the story didn't get more insane at that point, I was like, there's no way. There's just no way. Yeah. 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 That disbelief. Yeah. Yeah. You just never know. Yeah. Apparently what he did say was that there was no way that I wasn't having seizures. He said, um, more, more than likely I was having them in my sleep. Mm. Mm -hmm. Oh, how interesting. And what's interesting about that is that, uh, I, I described something to him that I would often do. And, uh, you know, at times my, my husband would, my husband at the time would wake me up while I was what I call having a nightmare. So I have a lot of nightmares where I would like be jumping in my sleep, like, <clears throat> like that. And they were seizures. Oh my wow. goodness. And I had been having them for years. Interesting. Oh, wow. Well, that was mind blowing. Sure. Absolutely. To know that's what was going on all that time. When I, and I was thinking, like I would wake up or he would wake me up and say, um, um, you know, you wake up, wake up. You're having another nightmare. I think you're having, or I would wake up cause I'm jumping and I'd say, Oh, oh my gosh, I'm I, I had another nightmare. I had another nightmare and they weren't nightmares. Wow. 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 Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Really interesting. Yeah. 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 Very, yeah. very. Yeah. Well, that's really scary. I had a, not a brain tumor, but I can really relate to your story, Elizabeth, because I was hospitalized uh, when I was on the road several years ago and they, I had presented with symptoms of a stroke and it happened very suddenly kind of found myself in an emergency room too. Like, you know, she's having a stroke and it's so surreal when something like that happens to you. Wow. And it uh, ended up being a hemiplegic migraine event brought on from overdoing and not taking care of myself. So our bot there's there our bodies, you know, they'll they'll definitely tell us when we need to yes, make those changes. Do. Right? Yes. They're yeah. constant they're, our body is in constant communication with us. It's you know, I just actually went and did my full physical and pap and you know, I checked all my hormone levels. Um, just checked for everything. I'm, I'll be 48 in July. So I wanted to make sure I did a full physical, yeah. full blood work. And it was just not, it, it was on Tuesday. And today, you know, doctor's office receptionist calls me and she's like, Hey, Elizabeth. I'm like, okay, that's fast. So I'm like, uh, she's <laughs> like, yeah, your results are in. And the doctor, you know, would like to see you. And I'm like, why? That was the first thing that came out of my mouth. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, why, why, uh, why? She's like, uh, your results came in. I'm like, yeah, so like, why, 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 why do I have to come in? You know, <laughs> she's like, the doctor would like to go over your results with you. So, you know, everything was great. My cholesterol, everything was excellent. Um, but then, you know, there were some changes in my hormones, of course, because I'm sure. yeah. 48. Yeah. But it was just so amazing to, and he's, he's, he's so, he's a, he's a genius. He's so brilliant. It was amazing how he just broke everything down to me, explained everything was, you know, it it just felt so good and felt good to walk out of there and know that 
everything's okay. Everything's yeah. good. You know, yeah. like we don't, nobody checks their brain. We don't check our heart health. We don't check our brain health. We don't, there's certain things we just don't check. Even when the, our body is telling us something, even when you're feeling a, a pain in your side and you thinking it's gas and you're going to drink some tea in hopes that it'll go away or mm-hmm. no, like we have to, especially like women and men, obviously, but our bodies are, you know, are so constantly changing as women. So it's just so important to listen and pay attention to those signs, like the communication because mm-hmm. it's always communicating with us. Yeah, always. Yep, yep. always. That whole biofeedback. <laughs> biofeedback. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's, you know, and and we don't um we don't want to know. <laughs> I mean, that, right? People just true. people would rather ignore it, right? Like right. I don't want to yeah. know if something's wrong with me. I mean, that's just our brains are wired yeah. to keep us safe, to stay away from the unknown. So you'll push yeah. those symptoms aside and make excuses for mm-hmm. them, right? Yeah. To, because you think you're keeping yourself safe, right? You think oh, you're keeping gosh. yourself in this place of comfort, but it can actually yeah. be putting you at, at extreme risk. So yes. you're right. Yeah. 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 Well, well people, we're complex. We are. <laughs> we are. And every now and then we get that knock, knock, knock. <laughs> sometimes, yeah. sometimes it's a grape size. Grapefruit size, you know, brain tumor. So who knows? Oh my gosh. Well, what we do know about your story, Elizabeth, is you actually turned things around as a result of that, right? And it was a wake up call. We know that it made you put your self care first. It's a non negotiable in your life now. And uh, of course, you know, Tracy and I work with healthcare leaders. And so self care is such a big issue for them. And um, where it's something we're constantly talking about and how important that is. So tell our listeners, you know, why that is and what you do to prioritize your self-care. What's been the difference mm-hmm. for you? For me, like I'm just, I'm, I'm very in tune. Like I, I, you know, I often tell my clients, I, the first thing I say, uh, ask them is, you know, how do you want to feel? How do you want to feel? Because everything really comes down to how we want to feel. And I don't know a woman on this planet or even a girl on this planet that doesn't know how they want to feel. We know we want to feel healthy, strong, sexy, attractive. We want to feel, you know, we know how we want to feel, right? Energetic, vivacious. So for me, it's okay. If I, if I say I want to, I want you know, higher levels of energy. I want to feel sexy. I want to feel good in my clothes. Then I'm going to have to set goals according to those feelings. So even if it's 20 minutes a day, you know, which is like Michelle Obama has 20 minutes a day. Like if, if they can work out and people say, oh, well, they got all these, you know, trainers and cooks and, but it's even harder for them because they have way more going on so much more to attend to. They're taking care of the world. Really, the world is on their shoulders. So for us, it's it's not. It should never be an issue to give yourself or gift yourself twenty minutes of exercise. You know, five minutes of meditation, or where you're just sitting there writing. Like my morning routine consists of writing out my affirmations. I read, even if it's a page. Like you know, I normally just pick a book like this, where it's just uh, daily affirmations or Mm -hmm. um, daily devotions, and I read a page or two, I write, I write up my affirmations and then I work out. Right. And then I have my smoothie. So it's, 
very consistent. It's like the same thing every morning. Very simple. There's nothing hard about it. I don't have to pack my clothes and go to the gym and I work out from home in my living room. Super easy. And I, I'm, I'm addicted now. So in the beginning, it was like, I would put everything else and everyone else in front of my self-care routine. Mm-hmm. Like I would go days where I didn't care to work out. And then, and then I would say, oh, I'm going to go to the gym today. I'm just going to, you know, walk on the treadmill or do the, you know, this, the bike or something. And I wasn't really sweating. I wasn't, you know, so now it's like, no, that's out the window. I work out to sweat because sweating just makes me feel so good. And you don't need an hour. I do an hour, but you don't need an hour. You can actually do a hit class off of YouTube for free in 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. And that's why I say, start with 20, you know, start with 20 minutes. And then after that, I have my smoothie simple. It's like, it's a routine for me. And if I miss a day, maybe two, maybe two, but I I don't like missing two days, (laughs) maybe two then I, I feel off because I've gotten to that point where I am addicted. I'm addicted. I, I'm addicted to this, right? So it's, it's like any addiction. You don't feel good with, without it, right? So I would say for anyone who's struggling with making self-care a priority, one of the things that has really worked out for me, and I actually don't even see myself back at the gym because of it, I am a part of an online live community. So there's something about the live point part of this that gets me going. You know, I log into these classes, all the ladies are there in a Zoom, all, you know, different women from different walks of life, all different shapes and sizes, and we're all there for one reason, to feel good. And that motivates me. Like feel I I feed off of energy. Mm-hmm. Right. So I need that. I, I don't have, I don't enjoy working out alone. And if I do work out, and that's just me, if that speaks to you and you are that kind of person, then you know that working out alone doesn't work for you. Mm-hmm. So find an online community. There's, there's since the pandemic, oh my goodness, like they're <laughs> everywhere. Log on to Facebook and literally find an online community, right? They're all over the place. You really don't. You have no excuse not to be, you know, not to find one because they really are everywhere. Yeah. So if working out alone is an issue and you're not, you don't feel motivated, you know, the momentum's not there, then find a live community because that for me, that is like, I I will, I will always want that. Mm -hmm. I'll always like, I'm not going to tap out of this anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's yeah. great. And I just love the fact that you're bringing, there's a lot of different options. Everyone's different, but mm-hmm. I love uh, having you in the podcast because there may be someone out there that's thought, well, I never even thought about joining a, an online live community when it comes to working out. You know, it just really depends mm-hmm. on what your experience is. And for people that yeah. do like to be with others and they get energized by that, that certainly is a easy option. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And even if, it doesn't have to be like a hit class. I mean, you know, if, if there's so many different ways to work out, dance, Zumba, yeah. you yeah. know, swimming, yeah. uh, skipping, there's so many different, find your thing, 
Find that thing that lights you up while you're working out. It used to be cardio for me and now it's weight training and my body is completely changed because of it. Yeah. Like I would never think, you know, cause I was addicted to cardio. I was always on the machines and then I kind of got bored of that and my body wasn't changing much. And so I started doing weight training and I'm, and I love it now. So find your thing. If it's skipping, I have a friend of mine that skips every day for 15 minutes. Skips. She doesn't, <laughs> doesn't that's all she does. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, and I, so what I'm hearing you say is, you know, to prioritize this in your life, you find the thing that lights you up, right? Because when it's enjoyable and you love it, right. And you're motivated by it. It's not hard to make it a priority. No. And then once, and once you get in the mode, right. And you start doing it and it becomes a habit then you don't feel right not doing it, which also helps you to prioritize it in your life, Mm -hmm. right? Because you don't feel good not doing it. And it's a part of your routine. Like you have a routine. These are the things that I do. So it becomes more automatic and that makes it easier to bump it to the top of the priority. And doing things, I think sometimes too, doing things in the morning is another thing that oh. I heard you say, right? Like the first <laughs> thing I do is I take care of me. Then yeah. it's not, right? Because once you get into the day, forget it, right? Like yeah. everything and his brother can get in your way, right? But yeah. to in, in, the, in the essence of making it easy and prioritizing it, anything we prioritize, we should do first thing, right? Like it should be the first thing that we do. First then, thing. Yep. And I, I think that helps. It's I'm a first thing kind of person, right? In the morning, mm-hmm. first yep. thing, do my stuff yes. yeah. uh, because I know that that's my priority and it doesn't always work for everybody. We're not prescribing what everybody should or when they should do it. But right. those are a few things that I heard from you. Yeah. And, and I think, um, you know, creating the habit is like really critical because that's what embeds it into your everyday. But do you have any habit hacks, like other ways that you do to kind of keep your goals intact? Because, you know, we can drift off. Yes. <laughs> we, we, there are times, but do you have oh, any hacks that you use? I do. So I'm, I'm big on time blocking. That's a, a big, big thing for me. It took a while for me to master it. And even still I mess up, like, come on, it's going to happen. Right. As a mom, as a caregiver, as an entrepreneur, as a, you know, it, things are going to get in the way you have the girlfriend who calls you midday and says, Hey, I'm in the neighborhood. Let's go for lunch. And then you're like, Oh, I'm not supposed to do that right now, but okay, let's go. (laughs) Especially when you work from home, it's so easy, you know? So, but I, I time block and I, I, oh, that is when I'm time blocking my schedule, there's a, I, I notice a huge difference. Like I'm so focused. I'm clear with what I'm doing in my day. I know what's happening at one. If I'm not finished by two, if I said I was going to send out an email newsletter at one and I, I, I time blocked it for, you know, one to two, I'm going to be getting this uh, email ready, sending out the newsletter. It's going to be done by two. Then I always give myself the 15 minute window at two 15. There's going to be something else that starts. If I don't finish at two, I've got to stop because the only reason why I didn't finish at two, nine times out of 10, I was going through different tabs. I was looking on my phone. I was texting. I was because 
you, we know, we have an idea of how long a specific task is going to take. We do, we know. And the only reason it takes, you know, two hours is because we weren't focused on that one thing for that time slot. But when I'm on point with my time blocking, at the end of the day, I, it just, you feel so good. And I'm not on my laptop working at nine o'clock at night. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I'm done by five, let's say. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. Yeah. Right. So the time blocking is, is, is a, a really big thing. Another little hack or little thing that I do is when I wake up in the morning, I started doing this maybe about a year ago and I do it consistently. So when I wake up in the morning, uh, the first thing I do is I, I'll, I'll turn like some kind of motivational audio on, like usually YouTube. I just go into YouTube mm -hmm. and I might type in uh, motivational um, for clarity or business, or I type in whatever words I, I really I'm feeling in the moment. And I'm listening, that's playing. I'm listening to it while I'm getting ready. But the first thing I, so I do that when I, my feet hit the floor and I do that, I right away, I put on my workout outfit. Before I brush my teeth, before I wash my face, before I cleanse, before I leave the bedroom, I put that outfit on. That's a great hack. <laughs> yeah. It literally gets me into the, because, you know, workout clothes is very different than getting ready and getting the kids ready and brushing, doing things in your pajamas. Yeah. It's a whole different energy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's a little hack that it works. <laughs> yes, it does. You're in your, you know, you're in your, your yep. sports bra and your, 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 your standard pants and you're in that mode and you know, like, okay, once the kids are out the door or even before I'm going to work out, there's no excuses. But when we're doing these things, making the coffee, making breakfast, getting the kids ready in our pajamas. Yeah. It, it, it makes a huge difference. Too risky. Yeah. Too risky in the PJs. It, it is. <laughs> well, it's a different mindset, it right? Is. What I'm hearing you say, yeah. right? When you have your exercise clothes on, your mindset is action, yeah. right? When you got your pajamas on, your mindset is sleep. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as these kids are out the door, I'm going back to bed. <laughs> right, right. Your brain, you're telling your brain, I'm not ready for the day. I'm not ready. I'm not ready, yeah. right? Like I'm still, yeah, I'm yeah. still in the sleep mode because of the, so I think that's so interesting, right? Like all mm. these little things make such a difference. Yeah. And, and sometimes yeah. it's just making that little shift can have yeah. a big impact on your action, right? Yeah. On, the, on the behaviors. Huge. Yeah. Yeah. Our behaviors and our action. You're right. Yeah. And, and how we, how we get up and move, you know, that's, it's also why they say when you don't feel like exercising, you don't feel, get up and move your body. Yep. Yep. Just that little, like, just, just get up. Cause you're, you're literally waking yourself at, out of that mindset. Like, oh no, no, no. Let me, let me, you know, you have to yep. take that action right away. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah. true. Yeah. Those are great hacks. And Tra Tracy and I, we time block our mornings for our morning routines, you know, each of us. And then I think we've even stepped up our game with time blocking this year for different things we're focused on in our business. And mm. I, I agree. We've only been doing it what's February. And it's it's really does make a difference to do that. It mm -hmm. does. It yeah. really does. Yeah. You know, I, I think to myself, I don't even know how I was doing life without it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, you know, you kick a lot of, you kick a lot of cans down the road. That's what happens, right? Like you go, well, I'll get to that tomorrow. You know, I'll write that email Friday. I'll do that, you know, and you just let urgent things come and then the important things get kicked down the road. And then you pretty soon you get to the end of the week and you're like, Okay, I didn't get my top three priorities addressed yes, this week. What did I do? Because I, I was doing all this urgent stuff, or or maybe not even urgent, maybe not even urgent or important, but just stuff, right? That came up, yeah, and yeah. I didn't prioritize, right? But when you say, okay, here's where I'm going to focus on this, and here's where I'm going to focus on this, and here's where that you've got it set aside. Your mind is saying that's the time for that. And if you stick with it, you'll, we'll get the things done that are important to you, you know? So it's, it's that ability. It helps you kind of just recognize you are in control of your calendar. (laughs) I think so many times people think they don't have any control, but they do. They they, do. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's amazing because when you're, you know, when you're working a nine to five, when I was working my nine to five, I was, I was time blocking. You have to, you're not getting paid. Yeah, <laughs> like, I was time blocking. I knew what I had to get done at work and I knew what my boss expected of me and I knew, but then all of a sudden you, you know, you're, you become an entrepreneur, a businesswoman, you're working from home and it's like, ah, da dee da dee da dee da You know, it's like, and yeah. the more da dee da dee da we do, the more we don't make. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> it has consequences. Right. Yeah. Yes, but even, you know, even for healthcare leaders, I've been thinking about this a lot lately too. You know, they, they, um, healthcare leaders in the hospital, right? It's a dynamic situation. So things are always changing. You never know when something's going to come up, but I think there are opportunities to block, right? And a lot of leaders spend a lot of time in meetings. Yes. And, yeah. you know, so there's a, there, I think there is a, some opportunity to take control of your calendar and do mm. some time blocking so that you're getting some of the priorities that are on your plate addressed yeah. and letting people know that, you know, this is my time for this and putting yourself first, right? Like getting that, getting these priorities mm-hmm. in place yeah. so that then you have more energy to manage and deal with the rest of the things that are coming forth and you're not putting your health at risk. Yeah. It's interesting you say that because I have a friend of mine, well, I have a few friends who, who are nurses in the healthcare industry. They work in the industry as well. And they, and this one friend of mine, um, I was getting on her about her, about water, about drinking more water. And she said, you know, Elizabeth, she's like, I'm at work all day. And I can't keep going to the bathroom every two minutes. So I don't, I, I barely drink water at work. And I was like, yeah. hold on a second. There are no open windows in hospitals. No, not very good air circulation. You don't drink water at work? How? Like, like, I, I, like how, I don't even understand that. What, so what if you have to use the bathroom all the time? That's the whole point. Is to use the bathroom all the time because you're flushing, you're cleansing, you're, you know, but it was, um, but that's just one example, you know, where she was like, oh, I can't, I don't have time. I'm back and forth. And then I'm going, and I'm like, no, like no matter what, yes, your patients are important, but if you're not healthy, what good are you to your patients? Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's just a familiar story. I think a lot of clinicians, they go all day 
Like they just keep pushing, pushing, pushing. They don't drink water. They don't, and you they, know, like yeah. at the end of the day, oh, I haven't gone to the bathroom once today. <laughs> I oh, mean, that's a familiar story. I'm is. not kidding you, Elizabeth. Or, or they don't take breaks. Yeah. They don't take yeah, the breaks. Don't take breaks. They don't feel comfortable uh, leaving their patients. They don't, they feel guilty asking their colleagues who are stretched like they are to cover for them. So yeah. 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 It happens more often than not. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. That, yeah. That's, that's gotta, we gotta, that's gotta change. Hopefully yeah. that does. Yeah. 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 Well, and, and you would think that people in healthcare would know this more than anybody else. <laughs> You're right. That's a good point. <laughs> you would think. You would think. Yes. But they're so busy putting everybody else first. This is there how we go. get into this trap, right? This is how yeah. we we have to realize yeah. we're just as important as the patients and families. That yeah. We well, thinking of uh, thinking of your nurse friends and even your provider. That story you told earlier about how how much you appreciated the mutuality with you, the teaching you what was going on, you know, those people that are there to serve us mm -hmm. when we get sick. Um, mm -hmm. And Tracy and I are no different. We're patients too. You know, every healthcare provider is a patient too. Um, mm -hmm. Is there anything you would share specifically to healthcare um, leaders, clinicians about prioritizing their self-care? Any special message you want to give to them? Uh, I would say if it's something that you struggle with, definitely find yourself an accountability partner. And yeah. even if it's someone from work, someone who, you know, maybe that you got, you're both on the same schedule, you both have same shifts, you know, and, and, and rem it's your accountability partner, someone that you, you will check in. Did you drink your water? Did you take your breaks? And perhaps like even do like a, a, a point system or some kind of, there's a way in how you can celebrate. So at the end of the week, if you've, you know, maybe like I, I aim for two to three liters of water a day, right? Maybe you can start with a liter or a liter and a half and mm -hmm. do it for seven days. And by Sunday, if we've had our liter or a liter and a half of water every day by Sunday, we get to Go out and drink wine or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Michelle, sign up for that one. <laughs> I don't know. Like, you know, hey. <laughs> but you know, there's going to be like some kind of celebration or something that you can do at the end of the week. But an accountability partner, and make sure that it's someone that brings something different to the table than you do. So this person is maybe stronger in certain areas than you are. Like you've got to be able to complement each other. Cause if you're, if you're terrible at time management and so is she or he, <laughs> I don't know how that's going to work. Right. right. So and it doesn't have to be like a close friend. It really doesn't. It's something, you know, think of how you are also helping someone else who doesn't make their health and their wellness a priority. So just mm -hmm. pick someone from work and say, Hey, Jim, I was thinking, look, I'm struggling with this, drinking enough water, exercising. You know, I want you to be my accountability partner. Like, can mm -hmm. we, can you, can we commit to something? Because mm -hmm. yeah. it works. Yeah. It does. The yeah. power of community. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. definitely. Yep. Definitely. It, it really does. I love that. I love the accountability piece. And 
And I love leveraging strengths because you're right. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, sometimes it's not good to have your friend because be your accountability because they, they may not stand up to you. They may not say, Hey, right. Not, not always. Now there are some that will, (laughs) but there are some that they'll be afraid of hurting your feelings. Right. Or, you know, they don't want to alienate you or whatever. Right. And so, um, and that's just human nature, right. That's not judging that, but, um, so sometimes you want somebody who will hold your feet to the fire, so to speak, right? Mm-hmm. Who'll say, uh uh, yes. uh Missy, right? Like, don't yeah. go there. Like, you know, yeah, uh, that'll be your warning yes. system for you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah you yeah, want to have great. somebody like that. So that's yeah. a great and and I like great advice. You know, um, people in the work environment too, right? It's about supporting each other and recognizing we yeah. all have struggles, we all have challenges. It's okay to say, I need some help. You know, it I'm struggling with this. I, is there anybody yeah. that would be my accountability partner and help me with this? I'm really trying to, it opens it up. It helps other people be vulnerable. Other people share what their struggles are. And so I think yeah. that's a great, mm-hmm. that's a great um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, you know, you can be the person that starts, that starts a movement at work. Yes. You know, you can, I, I did that. I was that person when I was, you know, working my, my nine to five I was there for, you know, eight years and I put together all these different activities and fun things that we can do. I would do water challenges all the time. Like every week I'd have a different challenge and something fun. So I I know that it works. And I also know that it's really, it's, I prefer to do it with people that I work with. And that's because like you said, Tracy, my, our friends are there. They're going to love you, whether you are obese they're gonna love you if you are underweight they're gonna love they're gonna love you no matter what because that's what they're there to do they're they're there to love you for who you are so yeah they might give you some advice and well maybe but it's not it's not the same you know you're who you the people you work with they're your co-workers so I think chances are you'll be able to have a you know something really great happening or start something really great and beneficial and, and, um, in, in regards to your health with someone that you work with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would almost prefer to do that with someone I work with. Yeah. 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 That's a good point. And just learn what your mutual goals are and then help each other. Right. So sure. I think that's yeah. good. That's really great. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. awesome. Yeah. Oh, well, it's been such a great conversation and now we're at the time for the missing questions, Elizabeth. Ooh, so, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> you know, typically we're talking a lot about the professional aspects of our, of our, um, our, um, interviewees. And we've yeah. talked quite a bit about your personal side, but we're going to learn more about you. <laughs> we do well, this okay. so our yes. listeners can learn even more about our uh, interviewees and their um, personal side. So mm-hmm. just fun questions. We got three for you. I'm going to ask the first two. Then Michelle's going to ask the last one. Nothing okay. you need to worry about. So you can just <laughs> relax. <laughs> you got this. You Nothing got you it. can't answer. Okay. Yep. So here's the first one. Okay. If you could be an actress that you admire, who would it be and why? Oh, J-Lo. <laughs> Well, that was really quick. <laughs> Shayla. Love it. Love it. Anyone that knows me that hears this question, they all they answered it before I even answered it. They said <laughs> JLo for me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why would they? Um, 
geez, why not? I mean, she's, she's fierce. She is bold. She, I love her, her, you know, just her, she's business savvy. Uh, she, her, she makes her, mm-hmm. her health is a non-negotiable. You know, she talks about yeah. it all the time. She's got her morning non-negotiable routine. Uh, she does, you know, the affirmations and the eating and she, she's been doing it for many years. Uh, I, I, I love her as an actress. I love her as, as a, as a performer. I love her just as an inspirational woman, you know, Latina woman who really came from, I mean, just an average home, you know, didn't have much at all and has created, you know, a, a legacy and empire. But I think more than that, the, what I admire her, what I admire her for the most probably is how she takes care of herself. Oh, yeah. 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 In terms Great. of health and wellness. Yeah. 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 For yeah. Sure. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Question number two. You nailed that one. So now we're on to number two. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What is one thing on your bucket list that you would like to get checked off this year in 2023? Ah, so uh, definitely going to Portugal. I'd like to go there and I, I'm going, uh, but yeah, that was the one thing I had on the list for this year is to I wanted to go for a month, but I won't be able to go for that long. But that was, that was one thing. Yeah. Awesome. That's back to your roots, back to your roots. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Well, we have one wrap up question for you, Elizabeth. And, you know, we teach healthcare leaders, polarity intelligence, and this is how to think both and, and not either or. Um, and polarities are just interdependent pairs of values that seem opposite or contradictory, but they really are interdependent and they need each other. You know, think yin, yin and yang, like they need each mm-hmm. other. Yeah. And so we're going to ask you, um, uh, we're going to, I'm going to tell you a polarity. So it's two different poles. And the mm-hmm. thing about polarities are we all tend to have a preference pole. We, even though they're equally important, we tend to lean more towards one than the other or just prefer mm. one of the poles. So I'm going to state a polarity and we want you to tell us which one is your preference pole. Okay. Okay. All right. Structured and unstructured. Structured. Structured. Well, you got a lot of routines. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah I, you know when it's not when it's unstructured, I don't do good. Like, <laughs> I don't, I, oh, I, I need I need structure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's that's good to know. That. That's good to know that. Yeah, and yeah, unstructured unstructured is important too. You can't have everything structured in your life. No, you know. Um, but it's good to know your preference pool and the and the positive. Um, aspects of both of those. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, and it's, it's interesting because I, I, I appreciate the unstructured as well. And that's yeah. why yes. that's kind of connected to my why as to why I'm no longer at a nine to five and I want to be home, the freedom of being home. And so yes. it's in, that's interesting. Yes. Yeah. 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 They're yeah. both yeah. important. Awesome. Yeah. Yes. And we can, and we can recognize that the value of both and still 
have a preference for one more than the other. It's just what yeah. we do. It may be kind of where we're more comfortable or where we operate better. It, it doesn't mean it's right or wrong. It just is. Right. It's good to know that because sometimes you can lean too far that way and then there's consequences. Mm. Right. <laughs> you yes. need to have both, right? You need to have both. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 It's great. Yeah. Perfect. Good question. Good question. Oh, what a great interview. It was wonderful to be with you. Thank you so yes. much. Thank, thank you, Elizabeth. Both. Yes. Yeah. I appreciate the work you're both doing. And thank you for having me. It was an honor. Oh, you're so welcome. You're so welcome. And thank you listeners for tuning in again to another episode of Healthcare's Missing Logic podcast. As always, stay safe, stay healthy, and, uh, and prioritize your health. Prioritize. Yes. And we'll see yeah. you next time. Bye-bye. enjoyed this episode of Healthcare's Missing Logic podcast, now a top-rated podcast for healthcare leaders. Please share this podcast with other healthcare leaders and anyone else you think would benefit. We are certain that if you found value in it, they will too. If you haven't already done so, please hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any episodes. And also, it would mean the world to us if you took a quick moment to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast player. It helps to get the word out about our podcast and incredible guests. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel if you want to watch our podcasts. You can also follow us on our Missing Logic social media channels, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Until next time.